Reverend Christine Coleman. Welcome to the C.L. Bryant Show. How are you? I am very good, thank you. And you? I am doing quite well, um, Christine, uh, Reverend Coleman. Thank you so much for being on with us. I'm sorry for any difficulties that we may have had, but we have you now. And so let's get right into talking about SOS. All of you know, who are listening around the globe and throughout the Fruited Plains of America, you know that that is the international uh, signal of distress. Uh, Save Our Souls is what some had given the name of that acronym to, or Save Our Ship. On with me is uh, Christine Coleman, who has written the book, and she is from... Rwanda. She has seen the bloodlust that has gone on in that nation and has lived to tell about it. Christine, tell us why you wrote and took the time to write this book. Uh, yes, I am from Rwanda and uh, in 1990 uh, we had a war between uh, the tribes, especially in Rwanda, and before this war, Rwanda was a peaceful country. When you go to our state department, you will never find a report where people are being killed, where journalists are thrown in a jail, where people are being abused. Uh, but ever since the war to this day, people are dying, especially Christians. People are being killed, people are being abused, and nobody really in the mainstream media is talking about this. It needs to be known. That's why I wrote this book. Thank you. Well, thank you uh, for sharing that with me. Now, we've heard and we've seen, we've seen the, we've seen the movie with Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle, one of the great actors of America. Uh, uh, made a movie. It was called Hotel Rwanda. If you have not seen it, be sure to see it. Christine, give us your opinion on why this type of genocide, why this type of murder and carnage, bloodlust, what caused it? Where did it come from? What happened? Yeah, so in Rwanda there are too many tribes. There is a Hutu who are 85% of the population. And then there is the Tutsis. Now, Tutsis are 14%. And during uh, the time of colony, uh, they were the ones who could be killed. Uh, however, during the revolution in 1959, they lost. And uh, many Tutsis exiled abroad. After 30 years, they decided to come, and when they come, it's a great thing. I really support uh, that the refugees should be repatriated back home. But the leader of this group, his name is Kagame, when he comes, it's not about anything else. It's power. He wants power. And he wants power by any means, and one of the ways is to destroy is to uh, shed blood, and uh, this is what led to the killings. Uh, so the war ended up into a genocide in 1994, where the plane that was carrying the president of 
was a shot down by Kagame's agent. Kagame is a total who is trying to return, but he wants power. He doesn't just want to return. He wants power and he destroys the plane. And when the plane is destroyed, the Rwanda population, many Hutus, they are angry because they are provoked. And the killing begins. And uh, there was a killing against the Tutsi, mm -hmm. especially by Hutus. However, in the area where Kagame controls, mm -hmm. he also killed. The war ended in July 1999 when Kagame won the war. And to this day, he's the president in power. But the sad thing is that ever since the killings, continue to this day. Wow. Um, you know, folks, uh, the reason I wanted you to hear Reverend Coleman, Christine Coleman, give that side of the story of what caused the war and genocide and carnage in Rwanda was because that same type of thing can occur over power anywhere. And what's happening here in America right now, this thing that's happening right now in America, this is actually the root cause of a power struggle. If the Chinese actually caused this, it's because they did not want to lose any grip on world power that they may have had. We're going to talk about the effects of that. I want to hear more of the Christine Coleman story when we return. Why and how did she come to America is what we want to uh, hear, what we want to understand. We want you to understand what she means by mass murder, by blood lust from someone who is from Rwanda. All my fellow Americans, I need to say this to you. I do believe that in too many instances, we have rose-colored glasses on, not understanding that there is an entire world out there that experiences a different existence than we do here in the land of Oz. Oh, we have problems in the land of Oz. There's wicked witches everywhere. But we are cut off in too many ways, from the real world. Reverend Christine Coleman will help us see it when we return with more of the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant. Thank you so much for tuning in uh, daily. Christine, stay with me through the break, and uh, we're going to return with her. We're going to hear much more of her story here after this break. Um, if you don't get both hours of the C.L. Bryant Show, download free the C.L. Bryant Show app. Uh, on your favorite device, whatever that may be. And, of course, go to the website, theclbryantshow.com. Follow me on Twitter, at RevClBryant. And, of course, go to my parent company, FreedomWorks, uh, freedomworks.org. Become a part of a movement, six million strong. Be right back. thought I was worth saving So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth So you clean me up inside, you thought 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Back with you on this great day in the USA. Thank all of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. And um, hey, folks, it is going to be one of those days where you are going to come face to face with certain realities. And um, I think that Pastor um, Christine Coleman is one of those realities, one of those people who can actually bring us face to face with world reality. And America, when we're facing a world pandemic, there are ways that uh, many ways that we are bringing the world even closer together. Someone who escaped carnage, who escaped uh, uh, that in Rwanda is my guest Reverend Christine Coleman, the author of the book SOS, Rwanda's 30-Year Apocalypse. Christine, tell everybody where they can get a hold of you if they want you to come and tell your story uh, at their church, synagogue, uh, mosque, what have you, uh, or if they want to get a hold of the book. Uh, how do they make that happen? Uh, yes, so thank you very much. I have my website. Uh, that is Christine Coleman. And this is where you can order my book or you can look it up under uh, Amazon.com. That's put in the title of the book, which is SOS, one is the 30 year apocalypse. Uh, and my email address is wizera at hotmail.com. I will send that for you. Well, thank you, Christine Coleman dot or Christine Coleman dot or Christine coming to America. When you came here, uh, tell us about that journey. How did you uh, arrive on these shores? Okay, first of all, let me tell you the journey of surviving. When the President Kagame uh, went behind and down the, the plane that was telling the two presidents, it was April 6, 1994. Immediately after King those two presidents, my sister, his entire household, was wiped out. The husband, my sister, the baby was only six months. And the maid was taking care of the baby. And I was at that house, and I left the house six hours 
before all of this happened. If I had not left the house, I would have been completely destroyed. Uh, from there, I went to the countryside after leaving my sister's house, and the genocide began. People began to kill each other. The genocide lasted for three months. In July 1994, I found myself in the Congo alone without a family. There were millions of people who left Rwanda. At the time, I was not a strong believer. I was just a Catholic, somebody who goes to church and is Sunday, but I did not have a relationship with God. So I went in Congo for three, almost two years, when President Kagame decided to come and force the refugees back. Again, in the Congo, they came healing and looting, and in the Congo, if you look in a Google mapping report, you will find out that they had killed millions of people. It was during that time I prayed to God and said, if you're real, please save me, I will save you. And I did not even know what saving God meant. But God heard my prayer. I was forced back to Rwanda. I went in Rwanda and stayed there for a year. I became a born again Christian. I began to pray. The guy spoke to me. He said, I will save you. I will take you to a different country. You will save me in that country, but you will, you will be the voice to speak what you have seen. Now, only in 1994, but you will speak what you have seen ever since 1990 all the way to 2020. That's how I came to the USA. Wow. You know, folks, um, I want you to uh, get the book. Uh, please get the book. SOS, Rwanda's uh, 30-Year Apocalypse. You see, she has now come here to this country, of course. Um, in America, you can become an American. And this is the thing, uh, folks. Think about her story. Think about what she just told you. She had no family, a woman, alone, the Congo, Rwanda, for those years that she was there. It was not easy. I want you to understand that. Read the book. And you will find an incredible woman here, a woman who has incredible courage, incredible strength, and has an incredible testimony. Um, I'm going to do everything that I can to um, um, let people know about you and your story, um, Christine. There was something very, Thank you so very much. special about um, uh, you all, the two of you, you and uh, Delphine, uh, you know, that, that were there. There was very, very uh, good spirit, a very comforting spirit about uh, the two of you. And, Pastor, I, I want to wish you well. Now, I want you uh, to share with us, uh, we have about seven minutes, uh, about six minutes left in uh, this interview with you today, but share your perspective on uh, how you view America. Is it still, from your perspective, a land of opportunity? Yes, I do believe America is a land of opportunity. However, we can do fight and defend the freedom that 
for what is happening to me. I have traveled around the world. I come from a country where I know the dictatorship falls in. America is the only country around the globe where we still have the freedom of speech, which, by the way, uh, the enemies of peace, they want to steal that from you. You need to stand up and fight for it. Do you understand that in Rwanda, in 2018, they call Rwanda is a very small country, a very small size of Maryland. The president calls eight thousand churches because the church is the voice of freedom, it's the voice of truth. He calls eight thousand churches. They have put in jail all the journalists, and they have killed many journalists. And the only the only ones who were left, they spread abroad so that what happens in the country cannot be known outside. Wow. So many killings, the persecution of Christians is going on. Pastors are being killed like a fly, and nobody has any idea. So I would say in America, we still have a chance to rise up and to realize the blessing that God has given to this country. By the way, God is in the foundation of this nation. America is the only country also I know where you look at your money and you're reminded of God every time. In God we trust. Wow. We need to stand up protect this country because this is a country God has created to be a role model to the whole world for democracy, for religious freedom. You know that as America goes, so the world goes. We need to really do everything we can to keep this country great. There is a war going on. I do believe our president is a man God has put today to make sure America remains strong and the land of opportunity and the land of freedom. Wow. Michelle, I think we just found another regular on the show. Um, hey, listen, folks. If you had forgotten Christine Coleman, Reverend Christine Coleman has just reminded you of who you are and why you have been formed as a nation, as America, to be a light unto the rest of the world. Regardless of where they may come from, people coming to America are looking for the God-given opportunities that he has blessed this nation with. Uh, Reverend uh, Coleman, I I want to thank you, Christine, uh, for the book. Uh, People, check it out. Check it out. It's it, it's 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 uh, riveting. S O S Rwanda's Thirty Year Apocalypse. Visit uh, Christine Coleman. dot org. dot org. Christine Coleman. dot org. Listen, Christine, continue to fight the good fight. We'll have you back on real soon. Uh, God bless you and God keep you. I know that you're going to fight the good fight because you are fighting the good fight. Um, and. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, I got to tell you this before I let you go. You were a blessing 
uh, here to me. I got to tell the whole world, uh, you were a blessing here to me today to hear that from uh, you, someone who I know uh, has come from hardship and now is able to speak of the joys of a God-blessed country like America. You preach today, woman. You really preach. Thank you so much for uh, uh, the message. God bless and keep you. We'll talk to you soon.